This podcast is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of bourbon and borderlands here on the blacktastic podcast network we are back four-fifths of the bourbon and borderlands crew we are back for season six the first episode and somebody here is gonna have to remind me what the title of this episode is but before that <laughs> how is everybody doing jabri shawnee's janae how are y'all doing doing great man good to be back grateful to be here lovely lovely it's been a while. I mean, we haven't done one of these episodes since, I guess, last season. When was that? I feel like it wasn't that. It long was a ago, quick but... turnaround, though. Yeah, because was it? It was this year, though, right? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Was it? Perhaps. I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh no! Yes, it was. Does anybody know, Jabri? Do you have any idea? I'm looking it up right know. now. I really don't know. I think we were in like March, April. I think it was like March. Oh wow. Huh. You know what? It feels more recent. Now that you say that, it does feel more recent. But we're back like we never left. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah, we wrapped up in April. Wow. That is what? a quick turnaround then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Back oh, like crack. When we spoke to um, um, Sierra, she was saying that they were... Um, that they were that's filming. right. They were already mm-hmm. recording. They were already uh, filming episodes and stuff for this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My, well, we are. My internal calendar is all screwed up, though. Like, I could not remember really was it this year or was it not? Because everything is yeah, like truly. Ever, ever, well, ever since the the quarantine, everything has been a blur for me. For sure. I mean, theirs was too. If we we'll remember, I think Blue started school in June, uh, <laughs> in 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 DC. Please. <laughs> With something that all of us with kids in D.C. were trying to check. Like, can we send our kids to school? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they just got out, but I'm trying to send them back. It must have been Turns summer in Richmond. Case. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are all excited to be back talking about uh, one of our favorite shows, Queen Sugar. We're glad that season six is back. Uh, looking forward to seeing who shows up on on this season. We saw the the press releases about new characters trying to figure out how they how they get woven into the fabric of the show, what shenanigans they participate in, uh, considering our cast and crew of characters, the the opportunities are endless. The possibilities are endless, excuse me. So um but before we do that, how's everybody doing? Like how how are we all feeling? Like how's our we gotta I feel like we gotta do a uh to mark the days that we are here, the coronavirus update in the real world that is also coinciding with St. Joe's real world because we were looking real good by the time we wrapped up this podcast oh, yeah. for the last season. We yeah. was we was good. Folks was maskless indoors. People was 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 right. Re- we was raring to go. We was down below 10,000 cases a day. Man. Well, Miss Delta and her line sisters weren't around when we wrapped last <laughs> season, were they? I don't think so. No, I, don't I don't think, think that so. was a thing yet. That, that I think like they were making noise, noise, but they were just online. Yeah, they, they hadn't. Weren't they really hadn't... part of the. They were online. They they probated. <laughs> they out now. Yeah. yeah. They they definitely out now. So that's a whole a whole thing. Um, yeah, things are definitely uh, taking a turn 
for I'm not I'm not going to say the worst, but we're headed back in the other direction at this point by my uh, by my gauge. So, you know, we'll see. It's interesting because, you know, of course, we'll get into it with with the, the vaccine drive that they're you know, doing on the show. But now there's talks about booster shots for those of us who are already vaccinated now that it's been, you know, eight, nine months since, you know, the first folks got their first jab. So that's a whole thing. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah it is interesting, too, because um, in in St. Joe's, apparently there's a, a run on vaccines. Even the the people who don't want vaccines anywhere else in the nation are are trying to get them vaccines in St. Yeah, Joe's. They want them in St. Joe's. So <laughs> I was proud of them. I was proud of them. I was proud. I was going to say, I was like, well, I'm happy to see you. It. Know what? I didn't even make that connection, but you're right. <laughs> it wasn't no deniers. Like, wasn't nobody denying. No. You know, not even like the old people wasn't Prosper or Aunt Vi. The Confederate flag folks, everybody right. wanted they vaccine. Folks are scheming for their shots. Be an anti-vaxxer. Don't y'all feel like Nova would be an anti-vaxxer? She oh. has that potential. Yeah, she has that potential. She had that potential, but she's about the, com- well, that, that doesn't negate the point. <laughs> I was going to say, she's about the community, but I was going to say the point still remains. If no, she decided just... that the vaccine was the man, yeah. I, could, I, could see her, I could see her turning that down. <laughs> That's true. You know, that's a good question. Like, who who on the show? Like, I could, I think we, did we have this convo? Like, I, conventional wisdom would say that Ralph Angel would be, would, would be skeptical about the vaccine, but Ralph Angel surprises me at every turn. Ralph Angel is like the Ralph most. Ralph Angel Renaissance, boy. He yes, rena- he is. We yes. had this whole discussion. Uh, Ralph Angel is definitely <laughs> more than meets the eye <laughs> with Ralph Angel. Yeah, you know, Ralph, Ralph Angel's listening to that King's Disease. He ain't listening to Drake. He ain't listening to Certified Lover Boy. He's not. On, oh God. He, he's like, give would, me that Nas. I say, would, uh, would, uh, would, would he listen to the Kanye album? Hmm. Which, which album would uh, Ralph, Ralph Angel, Angel prefer? Listening to Donda. He gave it a listen. <laughs> he gave it. A- <laughs> now I don't know what he's saying about it. But he gave it a listen. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Ralph Angel was listening to Donda. I don't know. Because I, I don't th- think Ralph is listening. He ain't listening to Drake. I don't even see what the Drake guy. Right. Not listening to he didn't even give that one a listen. I don't I don't He's think. Definitely not. He gave Donda a listen. Yeah. Dare I say he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> he also probably is a big fan of J. Cole. I feel like now knowing what I know about Ralph Angel now, he's a J. Cole guy. Hmm. I think that Ralph Angel is waiting for Kendrick. I was going to say, I think he's a Kendrick guy. So he's all in that Baby Keem featuring yes. Kendrick family ties? Yes. Smoking on our top fives tonight. Tonight. That's what, that, yeah, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of that. All right. All of that. One time for the uh, Ralph Angel uh, sidebars. Like Still it. want a playlist. Ready for uh, yeah. it whenever it comes. Go ahead, Ralph Angel. Let's, 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 let's see what's on your, what's on your, uh, what's on your iPhone. Um, so yeah, well, for those of you who listen, long-time listeners, you know how this goes. Uh, we lick shots for Big Pop in Heaven, and then we give you some recaps. We give you some uh, the good, the bad, and in today's case, the Rona. Then we give you some advictions, which is our advice and predictions. Together, they are back together again. Uh, and then we, we take a shot of bourbon for whoever had the best episode. And by the end of the season, we figure out who had the best season overall. It's usually Charlie. <laughs> uh, did Charlie win last? Charlie won the last two seasons, right? 
That seems right. Somebody should research this. Do we listen to our own show? <laughs> we never know the answer to these questions. Let somebody compile the statistics. I have been advised by my attorney not to answer any questions that may incriminate myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, speaking of our, our format, we're going to hop right into this recap of, of season six, episode one. And Jabri's going to tell you what the title of it is. It because is, I do not remember. It is called If You Could Enter Their Dreaming. Mm. Heavy. Poetic. Some real That's poetry. Snaps. Season yeah. 6, okay. episode 1. If You Could Enter Their Dreaming, written by Anthony Sparks, directed by Carbon. Carmen Maron. Maron. Roll the R's. Maron. <laughs> so, episode starts off. Mike is on an online school, uh, not at um, his own school, but somewhere else. Uh, I don't know why it's online. It seems like it's pretty close to him. We find that out later. But anyway, he's using that vocal tone that, like, I hate it when other students would talk like this. Like, just like they did all the reading and was just like entirely too confident. Now, <laughs> it's just it's just something that rubs me the wrong way. I like a little bit of insecurity when you got to speak in front of the class. It just makes me feel closer to you. I'm just saying that. And like, don't don't say diaspora in a conversation. Like, that's a huh. that's an essay what word. If it's, a, it's for writing. It's for writing. That word is for writing. You say diaspora know, to me. I use that. So how do you refer to the diaspora? <laughs> what should you say instead? It was a discussion about the diaspora. <laughs> it was diasporic. That's, that's not an outline. That's, that's not an out loud word. It's not an out loud okay. word. That's a write that down word. Put it on the chalkboard and point know, to man. it. I, I would like to, to speak w- to someone about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to. I have to. I have to call shenanigans on that one. So I'm married to a woman of the diaspora. So in our household, I use the word diaspora sometimes. <laughs> Whenever we get into it and disagree about things, I'm like, "That's the diaspora talking." I mean, you know what I'm saying okay, like, Panama. yeah, but what? I mean, but yeah. what you really trying to say? I mean, you know, right. what, I'm what is the undertone? Say what you mean. Tone. Say what you mean. I just say, Smoking all your top fives tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right. I didn't like it. Rubbed me the wrong way. Got off on the wrong foot with me. That's all I'm saying. So uh, gotcha. Charlie called them to talk about what she's doing. Um, they seem to be getting along. Micah puts Charlie on Maxine level, uh, on Maxine Waters level. I told him to relax. Um, but I'm glad that they're getting along pretty good. Uh, Ralph Angel and Prosper. Prosper grabbing a selfie with his mask on all wrong. They talking about baby names. Ralph Angel talking about the lawsuits that he got, uh, that he got penned in. And I'm surprised to hear that that Prosper has kids because I've never seen nobody taking care of him. Like, Not, never. Never. Well, they, I remember they talked about his kids in yeah, other, epi- other seasons. Him. I don't know how many kids he has, but he has at least one. Where do they live? Because he had close. a daughter. He had a, he had a daughter somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I remember that was a discussion. He has a daughter that lives somewhere. Because remember, they were, they were like, are you why don't you go stay with your daughter or mm-hmm. something like that? And oh. he was like, I don't want to leave home kind of thing. Something along those lines. Okay, because yeah. I, I had forgotten because the border loans take care of, <laughs> of Mr. Prosper. They do. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Darla tries to get Ralph Angel to go see Vi, but he declines, so I guess they're not good yet. Vi is giving away food. Uh, she's looking great. I can hear Corey talking about how she's burning through Hollywood settlement, though, talking about pay what you can. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I don't know where that money coming from. Pay what you can. But anyway, uh, oh, Hollywood. has gone. <laughs> Hollywood trying to get Vi to be humble and make things better with Ralph Angel, but she's not hearing it yet because she's feeling disrespected. Hollywood then risks his own life by saying that you love your pride more than blue. Vi lets him live, but she's got a secret. 
Nova is having a True Papers launch event. That looks cool. Charlie is in Los Angeles meeting with big wigs about her political career going to the next level. She's also looking fabulous hanging out with Davis. She doesn't trust him yet. Ew. But Davis says, take your time. I'll be there. Is it time to tell the family? Maybe. Is it time to slob down? Definitely. <laughs> I need like a, a sound effect button right now. <laughs> I need some like, sound effects. I need some sound effects. That's next level agenda. Uh, Ralph Angel's getting in payday loan debt. Just why? That's all I have for that. Why? Uh, why? We can talk about that more, you know, when we get to the good and the bad and maybe even in, in evictions. But just why, Ralph Angel? Uh, Nova is meeting with a source to expose police violence. Um, Nova puts her hand on the guy. He looks kind of nonplussed. I don't know what that's about. He's like, anyway. Uh, pause, 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 pause. Because why, why can you say nonplussed but you can't say the answer? Nonplussed definitely sounds like a word you just write down. That's a write down word too. That's not an out loud word. Fair I enough. I want you to think about that for yourself. Carry on. Fair enough. Um, he questions her judgment regarding Calvin, who is, quote, a dirty white cop that was in her home. Uh, she promises him <laughs> safety and tells him this is God's work. And I just keep thinking they pulled over by the side of the road, pretty much inviting the police to come mess with them. Hollywood's going through his mom's stuff, having a hard time with the bittersweet memories. And, you know, that red hat, that was a sweet moment. Uh, Vi and Hollywood are then too tired for their date night. Nova thought she got broken into, but she left her house wide open. She asked herself if she was rushing. Maybe that's what, what was going on. I thought for sure somebody was up in there waiting for her. Uh, Micah let Vi down. He missed breakfast, but for a pretty good reason. To bang his professor. <laughs> and apparently, it, apparently he loves her a long time, as she remarks on his stamina. She does remark on his stamina, actually. Whoa. I'm here for the scandal. about it. I'm here for the scandal. Uh, and if we remember, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because was Nova exactly. was also banging her professor. Diana Lowe was spreading it wide. Mm, mm-hmm. Wait, who was? Nova. Nova. Remember? Oh, yes, she yes. She was smashing yes, yes. the, uh, the, 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 the professor that Cree Summer was playing. Octavia yeah. Laurent. Yes. Octavia that lady. You. That's a deep pull. Nice shot. <laughs> uh, Darla is questioning Ralph Angel about his financial habits. He says money is, he says money is coming in. And I just can't keep, but I can't help but think my man is counting mad chickens pre-hatch. Like he got the <laughs> harvest, he got his lawsuits, and he's like, "Nah, that's that's as good as money." I think that's not going to work out for my man. Prosper reflects to Nova how he felt left behind during the pandemic. Nova says, "We got you." Vi is lying to Hollywood about whoever she's taking the food to. Collections is calling Ralph Angel. Ralph Angel says, "I told y'all stop calling me." Like that's how it works. Like I told y'all stop calling me. <laughs> Did he really think the conversation was going to end there? He's like, you right. You know what, Ralph Angel? You right. You did tell me stop calling you. You right. You good. You good. But apparently he's facing foreclosure. Nova and Prosper see that the Vax Drive has a higher turnout than expected, so they get their wheels turning on what to do next. Whatever Vi is doing, sneaking around giving this food, she's being hella dramatic. Like, she is literally tiptoeing. She like tiptoeing. Like, she's actually tiptoeing. I don't know what she's doing, but she feels really guilty about whatever it is that she's doing. She don't want anybody to know. Uh, The fellas are hanging out at the the vaccine drive, Hollywood, Prosper, Micah, Ralph Angel. Micah got his camera out. Apparently, the real spot is reopening, and Hollywood's going to throw up some of Micah's pics. Uh, Prosper got a vax. Just, I saw it happen. Had to shout that out. 
uh, Ralph Angel straight walking by white people to hand out the farmers' discrimination lawsuit information. You know? Understand? Yeah, yeah. He did. They noticed. The white they people did. noticed, by the way. They, they, they were definitely look, looking. That's what, and it, it comes back to bite them because it seems, seems yeah. like the white people think that they're going, they're passing them up for the vaccine when really he's they're just passing them up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So Nova's trying to solve that Vax overturnout problem, trying to get rid of the people who came over from St. Thomas, which is mostly white people, apparently. They don't want to look like they're just tossing white people out of line. Um, they're going to check out... Sorry, man. They're going... i make it clap. <laughs> Dude, a bug in my house that tried to get me. All y'all heard that. All y'all heard that. Um, they start checking IDs, right? All right, so... Vi, Aunt Vi, <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pushing through. Vi, <laughs> she has problem with all three borderline kids, okay, which is she hates three times as many borderline kids as I hate. She hates Ralph Angel, Charlie, and Nova, and Nova's defund the police article, which she says is silly as hell. Nova puts her foot down on non-residents getting vaxxed, causing tensions to rise. People are arguing about... <laughs> <laughs> can't even cut this out. No, so we're not, knows, no, no. The breeze out no. here killing flies in the middle of the... We're not cutting this out. Uh-uh. We're not cutting it out. I just want everybody to know. I wish there was accompanying video. The That's, all I, That's the only thing that I everybody wish. is going through right now because, because in the middle the of... Hell? like. In the middle of a sentence, mid-sentence, Debris just, I, he got attacked by Jeff Goldblum. He tried to get me. And he just went going for it. So people arguing the line about I ain't never seen you before. Rednecks running in and stealing the vax. I'm like, <laughs> it what, did crumple really quick. What nobody sitting by the box? Like nobody was, was sitting crazy. by the box. Nobody was even I sitting by the box. People try to steal them, but I guess that's the thing people do steal. Then Karen jumps up, say she deserve a vax, uh, and then they validate her by arguing with her for some reason. I don't even know why they even talk to her. But I would have told her, I checked her ID. You ain't see that shit. You missed it. That's what I would have said to her. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to check her ID because, no, 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 no. You don't admit that much. Right. You say, I'm not no, no, no. Explaining myself to you. Right, right. I'm not explaining myself to you. What, why did they even do that? But, um, and of course, the cops don't help. Um, several times I heard, like, the, the Karen anthem of, I won't have it. Um, several <laughs> times, I won't, I won't have it. And the variation is, I'm not going to stand for it. That's the other one. Um, well, I heard they were that all told times. by Apple Care. <laughs> they, they were yeah. all told by Apple Care. Yes, they were. And and then um, you know, the cops come put their hands on Prosper. Prosper goes down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ended on a, a real serious, solemn note. Uh, and all I could think, you know, uh, the last thought I had was I heard Ice T in my head. Sucker punk cop. That's just what I heard. Ice T. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the episode uh, entitled. If you could enter, they're dreaming. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we got a whole lot to unpack, a whole lot to talk about. We will get to all of that on the good, the bad, and the Rona. On Bourbon and Border Loans. All right. <laughs> And welcome back to Bourbon and Border Loans on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. It is time for the good, the bad, and the Rona. Um, so for the good, I kind of feel like everything was good. For the most part, everything was good. Um, we kind of caught back up with all of our characters, see that everybody's doing well. Mike is in school. Blue's still at school. He's loving it. 
Um, Ralph Angel is suing the <laughs> USDA. That's new. That's new news, but we can talk about that later. Um, Prosper is still wearing his mask. Great. Um, mm-hmm. I love to see it. Dar- love to see it. Darla is glowing. Um, Vi is offering pay what you can at at a uh, VPPD. Mm-hmm. Did I get it right? Yes, you did get it right. <laughs> yes. Um, Hollywood is looking good. True Papers. Now this part, True Papers is thriving because last season I felt like. Things might have been a little shaky with the revelation about um, Nova sleeping with the dirty cop. Did I make that up? Or was True Papers kind of in jeopardy? I don't know that True Papers was in jeopardy, but it was definitely just getting off the ground. Like they had like that soft launch at Nova's house. Right. Um, And then I know that she had, you know, she was working on the article that it seems like now she's ready to like submit about, you know, the the police the culture of police brutality within new orleans pd so i don't know that it was ever shaky um but it definitely seems like regardless of where it was it seems to be doing well now yes and also quickly i I think i don't think ralph angel is suing the usda i think what's happening is they're suing banks for discriminating on crop loans got it i think that because later at the at the at the um the vaccine drive he mentions to his homie that the rep from from the feds is going to come and explain to them about everything. Okay. Um, and I can't imagine that the people that are that you're suing are going to come explain to you everything about how to sue you. You're right. So, you're true. but there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot. There's a lot of stories, and we'll get to this a little bit later about banks discriminating in the dispersal of crop loans to black and brown farmers in Louisiana, especially, but all those all those areas, all the agricultural areas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, important in the diaspora. <laughs> diaspora. <laughs> Point. <laughs> All right, so True Papers is thriving. That's great. Charlie and Davis are creeping. I have that in the good because it's good for someone. Um, Charlie Davis. <laughs> I guess it's good for them. Yeah, good for them. Um, yeah. and then I have the real spot is is gonna open. So yay, yay guys. <laughs> um, so that's what I have for the good. Did I leave anything out? Great. Let's head over to the bat. Um, <laughs> so the the one of the very first things I noticed that really ticked me off, Vi, baby, what what's going on? It seems like everything is 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 irritating. Every person is irritating to her. And initially in the episode, I thought it was just still kind of a rift between she and Ralph Angel, like whatever they had going on about Blue last season. But come you know, further in the episode, she has beef with everyone. She literally runs down every single person that she has beef with and why. And girl, I just really would like for you to like get a grip. Yeah. I don't know what's going on on Vi. She just, she seemed just real like grumpy. Yeah. She's just grumpy as hell. And I don't know, I don't know what's driving it, but she just, that's not just her though. At this point, it's kind of just her. She got, she always got that going. Like every other, every other episode, it seemed like she got some type of. Uh, but something had to change. She wasn't always like that, right? Like I didn't. I, like when, that. when, I don't feel that's like not it. a. That's not a way I would have described her seasons ago, right? You I don't know, think. You know what? No, I think it's just now who it's directed to, because it used to be all directed towards Darla, and nobody cared. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it is directed towards every single other person in her family besides her husband sometimes and it's maybe it's more noticeable now but she definitely was always thanked to darla 
I she was always thick to Darla. I wonder if it's her like her caretaker thing. Like she's used to having to take care of everybody, and then to that extent, everybody basically listening to what she had to say. Like you know, doing right. doing things her way, and now everybody is pretty much you know on their feet, on their own, making moves. You know, and may bucking may, back. Yeah, not necessarily. You know, just taking whatever Aunt Vi says, you know, as taking it to the bank. It's like, no, we're grown. Thanks so much. But I'm going to do this the way I want to do it. And I think maybe Aunt Vi might be struggling with that. Um, that's the only thing I can think of because, yeah, she she's definitely very moody. Just generally. Oh, no. Has she gone through the change already? Maybe. I say, I, I say I maybe it's hormonal. <laughs> I would feel like, yes. But also, I, how old is she supposed to be? She's gotta be sixty. Gotta be at least in her late fifties, at least. But I'd give her maybe sixty because Hollywood. We gave Hollywood like upper forties, right? We did some math on this one of them episodes. Because yeah, I mean, Charlie is what forty at this point. Something like that. She had Michael when she was like, like super duper young, like like twenty or something like that. Yeah. So Charlie's probably nineteen or something like that. Yeah, nineteen twenty at least. Yeah, she probably. I mean, she got. You're right. She probably in her late fifties at the earliest, early sixties. Or guys, because who was she sneaking food to? Maybe this secret that she's holding on to just is so like I don't know, mentally taxing that she just cannot be anything but 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 jumpy and nasty to everyone. Since this is the time we since Corey Dale not here, right, right. Since yeah. Corey not here, <laughs> I gotta say, Jimmy Dale, my man, Jimmy Dale. <laughs> also, you know what? We didn't even do this in the intro. Yeah, Corey is not here for a very good reason. Corey, our pal Corey, has just tied the knot with his love. Would so, you believe it? Would you believe? <laughs> like, yeah. not- <laughs> we need to let everybody have some of this joy. Corey is a married a man married now. Man. Recently married. married. Shout out to our boy. Yeah, so you know, the next time you hear Corey's voice, it will be that of married Corey, and we'll see if that changes anything. It's a whole husband, child. (laughs) But yes, you're right. This is where this is where Corey would have introduced Jimmy Dale back into our lives. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 Jimmy Dale crossed my mind too because I couldn't understand why it would be such a secret that she had to keep it from Hollywood too. Like I don't understand why she can't tell nobody. I also thought maybe it was that girl that Jimmy Dale was. I, I don't want to say dating, but you remember he had a girl that was living with him yeah. and I helped her get out That's right. um, and sent her to the shelter or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe she, well, why would she think that's in Hollywood? Though? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of people who Aunt Vi would have some sort of interest in or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a very good question. But sis, it's on the creep though creeping literally tiptoeing literally like tiptoeing on the marble floors for sure <laughs> okay so we'll, we'll we'll figure out what's going on with Aunt Vi. Ralph Angel baby boy I thought we knew better than to do the payment loans multiple he had any options I mean my man got multiple payday loans that's something you only do when you Several. have nowhere else to go but he I does can't. though that's that pride like if so if it was that Charlie, yes. Before I go into payday loan debt, yeah. yes, I'm yeah, calling I'm Charlie. But that's yeah. that pride in him wanting to do things himself and make it seem like everything's taken care of and so on and so forth. But 
Yeah. Yeah. No. You know what? You make a good point. Why wouldn't you call your millionaire sister and ask her for some help? He got a lot of options, like Charlie, uh, Darla's mom. Uh, even uh, Nova could have caught that crib that Darla wanted. Like, I'm just he saying, would never though. Do it, though. He'd give we up the farm. That. He'd give up the farm. He'd give up, like, because that's the option, right? You give up the farm yeah. or you accept some help. Yeah. Because yes, and think about this. We we have to, we have to be very clear about this. When you go to collections, they're not all. I don't, the point that he's at, I don't know if they're coming to collect for the entirety of the loan because it wouldn't make any sense, right? Like. I can't pay the $100 I owe you. I definitely can't pay you the $50,000 I owe you. Mm-hmm. So he's not even current on anything. All these loans here, he's not current on any of this stuff. So he just hasn't paid anything. He hasn't paid anything. You got Damn to call right. somebody, baby boy. You got to holler at somebody to, make one to break payment. you off. Instead of keeping going back to this place to get paid. You going to the same place over and over again? Oh, let me, kind of a sidebar. I haven't had a ton of calls with collections people, but the collections man was real sassy to me. <laughs> he was, like, he was. I, was, I was like, I know Ralph, he kept the same energy. Ralph did. Angel started off. So Ralph Angel sure. started off. For like sure. Like I told you. I just didn't know if it was, if it's typical of the collections man to, to keep the same energy. Like I thought that maybe they were supposed to maintain a certain level of professionalism. But he was meeting Ralph Angel right where he was at. And I was like, oh, this is this is deep. This is really deep. I noticed that too. He was like, whatever. Yeah, he did say whatever. Yeah, he did say whatever. (laughs) You got 30 days. (laughs) Right right with the hair rolling. I saw the hair moving and everything. Like, what is this energy? Hey, y'all saw the hair movement. He wasn't even on camera. Y'all saw what he had the hair moving. That's the way I felt. I felt attacked <laughs> listening to the collections. Wait, when she said she saw the head movement, I was like, wait, was I looking away? That? No, that was that was what I felt in my spirit. Like I felt like like, oh, you wanna fight? Like I was like, do you wanna it was like, trying to square it was very up? Like what's she t- yeah. I mean Ralph see. Angel was like, I told you not to call me, and dude was like, yo, pay up Ra. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm Ra. saying. Like it got real Yeah, things went left. It was I very mean, drug dealery. It did. It was. it was. It was. I was definitely clutching my pearls, especially when they said foreclosing on the land. I just immediately went to like my soldier boy voice, like foreclosing on the land. <laughs> you can't but, do like, that. You can't. <laughs> my yes, you, you can't do that. I just, I mean, I just feel like Ralph Angel is really banking a lot on this harvest yeah. and you know, potential settlement money and baby, like none of that is promised to you right now. And so. Yeah. What, so we so we have a pride problem. We have an ex, yeah. we have an extreme pride problem happening, and one that apparently Darla can't even talk about up. Because no. when you put it that way, I mean, the land that Ralph Angel has is still family land, which means the family would lose all this at the same time, even if it's his. Mm-hmm. And you have a very rich family member who has a stake in this land as well right. that mm-hmm. it would matter to. You need some help being on your feet. I imagine somebody said that conversation with him, like, you need something? Can we help you out? Like, what can we do? We know, we realize, you know, Charlie mm-hmm. knows what's happening with all the farmers and everybody, so she understands that what position Ra would be in. Right. Right. So it's not like, like he just nah. out here squandering, you know, money and can't pay his bills. Like, yeah. you know, your, your, your livelihood is this farm, which I haven't been able to do anything. And, like, at this point, I don't even think it's just pride, because like you were saying, it's not, this is not like your fault and also it's not just your land so now you're being dumb <laughs> yeah yeah i got a theory though i don't think he's gonna lose okay. the farm i don't think he's gonna lose the farm because you want to save that for an eviction no i don't need to because oh, okay the show's called queen sugar and 
The yeah. only one with any sugar left is Ralph Angel. Like, unless <laughs> unless they're going to give somebody diabetes. If they give somebody diabetes, maybe somebody else will have right. some sugar. But All right. Ralph Angel's the only one with sugar. I see it coming. So okay. I, I'm pretty confident that Ralph Angel going to keep that farm. Okay. Well, you're a little more confident I think that's than fair. Me. What Ralph Angel is doing right now is taking a page out of the 1619 project, Nicole Hannah Jones, Pulitzer Prize winning project that she did from New York Times. There was an entire episode. There's an article written. There's um, a podcast episode about uh, a family called the Provost family in Louisiana mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. had their land taken away because of crop loans and discrimination and crop loan issues. Um, so it feels very similar to that. Like Ralph Angel is can't get money to. Did we have a discussion on last season about how how crop loans work, like how this whole this how that system works? How basically farmers go to the banks, they get an advance on money to do all mm-hmm. their their uh do all their seeding and do all their harvesting. Then they go pay the loan back, but that's how they make money, right? Then they right. get they take all their crops to the to the mills and they get paid. You know, like they pay them back. It's basically a huge advance that they get. Right. But there's a there's a lot of discrimination on the ways that black and brown farmers, especially. Mm-hmm you know, when they apply for loans, how much more difficult it is for them to get the loans. And it seems like that's what's happening here. Like, this is kind of taking a page out of that. Like, Ralph Angel wants to, is suing for, dis- there's a discrimination lawsuit out there that they're hoping right. they're going to get a big settlement out of. And I'm guessing that's what it is. Like, Ralph Angel has gathered a bunch of farmers together who have had issues getting loans from banks. They've noticed that they're all black people. They filed a lawsuit to try to expose this this discrimination and they're hoping that with the help of the they, they've taken it to the the justice department with the usda to try to make this right so that's what it seems like and that that seems pulled right out of the pages of the 1619 project so i like if that if that is the case i like that tie-in to pop mm-hmm. culture like what's really happening in the world yeah. and stuff like that especially because it's specifically what's happening in the 1619 project is a family out of louisiana and right. it's the same kind of same kind of setup so if that but, is the case, it's very dope. Yeah. I say it just doesn't seem like timing in terms of payout is on Ralph Angel's side in terms of keeping the land that he's, you know, fighting so hard to, you know, advocate on behalf of. So Right. Right. Because when they got off the phone, like the guy didn't he specifically told him he wasn't giving him the time that he was asking for. Nah. So he's not gonna be able to pay him with the harvest days, money. Bruh. Right, yeah. right. So he's gonna do something else. Yeah. So the interesting thing is we don't even know who that creditor is. Like he's on four payday loans from the same place, but is that from the bank? But in order, I guess, to, in order to take a lien, in order to repossess the land, that must be the bank. I'm guessing. I think it's the bank because the payday loans. He was doing stuff like buying cribs for Darla and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah. I don't even think that had, you ain't even paying the bills for the farm, Ralph Angel. What is going on? <laughs> I feel like that payday loan dude, the dude that he went to, that dude called you himself. Like that yes. guy, that's the dude that calls you when you don't pay. <laughs> like, Absolutely. <laughs> like Absolutely. a bail bondsman, right? You, you do direct one on one, right? One on one work. Huh. Well, Ralph Angel, he still looks fly though. My man, you know, <laughs> instead of a mask, he had a bandana around his around, around the face, you know what I'm saying? Even though the CDC does not recommend that. I was rocking but, that at first. You know, I was doing that at first agri- before I knew better. Cultural pandemic no. sheet. People still do that. Yes, I see lots of people still rocking bandanas. Literally, the entire do list that of with things the mask that the CDC does. I was like, yeah. the way you pull that off is to put your mask on and then and you want to the bandana. bandana over top. Yeah, well, you know, I'm assuming <laughs> it's a really nice crib. I, I, I would like. Yeah, I would hope it's state of the art. 
Did we see the crib? Because I did, I would like it to see it. It was still in the box. Yeah, I would like I, to see it as well. I would like to see the crib. Um, okay, so let's move along to our good friend Micah. Um, Micah is creeping around with the, the teacher. I was I was a little confused. I was like, is this the teacher? Is this another like fellow classmate? I wasn't sure, but um, she did say she was much older than him. She she did make that clear. Um, okay, she said so she ma- he makes her feel ten years younger. Right. Well, I I assumed that meant she was. Yes. Old. So I'm I'm saying I think that was that was intended to point out the fact that she's much older. Right. At least yeah. fifteen years. If, she, if she's admitting ten. Then that means it's at least fifteen, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you know, I, I would have just never thought that Micah would, would be putting it down like that. Because I mean, personally, <laughs> Corey, I'm not going. Corey. I'm like, I can't believe he's missing this because this is the. I really would love to hear his feedback. <laughs> I mean, I I would I think I would agree with Corey when I say that Micah lacks a little swag, just a little bit. Um, so I don't, I, I just, I'm, I was surprised that he was able to number one, pull bag. Um, and, and, you know, I, it's cause he said and, diaspora. So yes. <laughs> here's a question. Yes, I, I have a question for you all. I got yeah. a question for you all. Yeah. So was this smanging a result <laughs> of his mic drop speech at the end of that class or was this something that was already taking place? Like when when that phone rang and he kind of yeah. smiled, like he knew it was her. But like, was this? Are they like playing coy for the class? Yeah, I because think they're playing coy for the class because they introduced so. themselves in the class, right? Right. She's right. like, "What's your name again?" You know, uh-huh. like they it was playing. Those are shenanigans. It on thick. Yeah, they- shenanigans. <laughs> it, was shenanigans. <laughs> it was. I was like, "Ooh, y'all Ooh. some liars." <laughs> so, but, but then where would they? Where did they meet though? Because if that's if if that's happening, you would only do that in the first class, right? Like you were just like, oh, you're just some random student who's always here. Like, I mean, maybe we'll get some backstory. Maybe they met over the summer. Maybe they met during the protests. I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why he did this. You know, transfer program. I don't know. Maybe we'll get some backstory as to how that even came to be. Because I had the same question. I was like, so. Did y'all meet up after that? Because, I mean, clearly it's like a distance program, too. So, like, otherwise you probably wouldn't have met in person, regardless. I mean, but she, they smashing in real time. Right, they, right. They, they're not using machines. So, clearly Frankfurt, whatever university that is, is right down the street. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if they, if it was just they had met, you know, after he was in her class, I'm just saying, like, there wouldn't have been any need for them to to meet in person if it was just, like, a school Thing. I'm thinking they met at some right. point outside of the program, and that's when you know using a real school. You know he he goes to Xavier, but you can't. Xavier don't want him smashing the professor of at Xavier. So then you uh, then no. you gotta. That's when you gotta make up the fake school and have him smash the professor over there. Look at mm-hmm. you. You was okay. smart. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you can't be tarnishing Xavier's name like that. Right. Yeah. We need <laughs> we need backstory on yeah. on on Micah here and the professor. I'm curious. I'm curious how they got here. It wasn't yeah. just that his speech was so good about. It wasn't that. Ro- good. Was it? It, it, was, it was Marcus Garvey Marcus and Bob Garvey Marley and. and that Bob Marley came up right. There was a discussion about Bob Marley too, right? Did I make yeah. that up? And then, they, well, no, they said something about Malcolm X. They said he was Malcolm X before before Malcolm X or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she did bring, yeah. she asked, was Marcus Garvey Malcolm X before Malcolm X? 
Yeah, there was, it was it was a bunch of words like space and you know like that you know the people that, that space they have to discuss about giving space and you know yeah, use the, use, use all the words that Jabri, I think Jabri is actually right because a lot of those words are not say out loud words, but diaspora is not one of them. I feel like diaspora is perfectly fine. I didn't like it, especially like, when when non plus is in your in your lexicon. Yeah. Like, okay. I seen shirts that say diaspora, so don't say lexicon either. You, you, that's one of my faves. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it applied like that. That was a specific like. No, nah, you're. I'm just messing. Yeah, diaspora is very can. lexiconic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Indeed. All right. So, yeah, we'll we'll ponder on that. You know, Micah piece. Um, but let's move along to Nova. So Nova got a black cop, and you mentioned this piece too, Jabri. She touched him on the shoulder. What was that? Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it made him pause. He took deep notice of it. He was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> y'all, need see, y'all need to see what's going on here because Jabri, Jabri's on one today. He must be happy to be back. Oh my god! Y'all had to see Jabri's reenactment of the way the officer looked at. It was the shoulder for me. <laughs> it, was the shoulder. it was eyebrows for me. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so no, we got the black cop. Was his name David or Daniel? David? Officer Daniel? I Officer David? Something like Officer cop. Walker. Oh. <laughs> I think that was the last name. <laughs> all right. Are we all just making up names? <laughs> I, I really do think it was Walker, but I could have also made I that up. To believe Johnson. Today. It was okay. not John. That wasn't it for sure. But <laughs> we are in first episode form, definitely. Like yes. <laughs> so got the a black lot cop. happened in this episode, though. To yeah. be fair, it was there's yeah. a lot happening, so it's a lot to take in. Nova got the black cop to speak out anonymously about the police brutality in the department, but the touch on the shoulder led me to believe, like, so Calvin, that's that's dead, that's done. I mean, she kind of. I mean, he took himself to jail, didn't he? Did he? I- I couldn't tell. Well, I mean, maybe we'll get some more information. He got escorted out by by yeah. by the ops. Yeah, well, I guess like, not the ops. If you if you if you if you Calvin, if Calvin like, tells the tell. truth, he can't not not go to jail. Like he has to go to jail. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, does he? Does he? Well, how far? So, how much time do we think has elapsed since the last, the end of the last season? I'm thinking well, it has to be at least. But I'm thinking it has to be at least February because they're doing a vaccine drive and people wasn't getting vaccinated until at least the top of this year. So I'm thinking, and Darla, she you said she wasn't showing or she was? She was like She's barely showing a little showing, bit, yeah. like, like a tiny bit. It's given like four months. I was thinking that, but then I was, I was trying to also think about the vaccinations and that's what made me think, well, it has to be later. And then also if you're doing introductions for a new semester of school it either has to be the fall or it either has to be the spring so i was thinking maybe like january yeah because it seemed open to a lot of people they weren't being very selective like in the beginning like in the fall if anybody got theirs like before new year's it was elderly and you know people um who needed it the most like it wasn't just people yeah uh pulling up in the drive-thru Told him something, you get one of those. We weren't at that point and, yet. And I don't even know if that was in 2020, to be honest. Like, I feel like the, if, if like, very late 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. So, 
if you remember, like the last season, the first eight episodes had dates on them. Right. Episode yeah. nine was in summer time to simply be, and then the last episode was onwards. So I'm guessing the end of last season was probably late summer, maybe early fall. And I think now, I think you guys are right. Like we're somewhere in twenty. We're in 2021 somewhere. Yeah. Pfizer was um, approved late in December. Yeah. And so that's what I just got. Yep. And so it has to be at least the top of 2021. Yeah. Yep, long enough for Ralph yeah. Angel to file a lawsuit yeah. against uh, you know, a class action lawsuit <laughs> with uh with the USDA, which I can't imagine is a quick thing to do. I don't know. So yeah, yeah and Darla okay. seemed to be showing quite a bit to me. Um, so I was thinking she was at least like six months. Oh, but, about, that sounds about right. Okay. Okay. Well, because if it was the summer, see, but see, but see. The reason I bring this up is because I'm guessing Calvin got to be in jail by this point. Like, however long we pass, <laughs> if Calvin went to, if Calvin's telling the truth, as Jabri said, yeah. Calvin got to be in jail. And if Calvin's in jail, I can't imagine Nova is dating the white ex jail, the white cop who is now a jailbird. <laughs> yeah, she's not waiting on him. Yeah, I don't yeah. I feel like we were, we were, we're owed what happened there. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I think they'll tell us. Yeah, they have they have to tell us. Let it build. Like that, <laughs> that can't just disappear. Like, uh, uh-uh. what what was the fallout? I need to know. And I mean, he's clearly not living with her no more because you know she, you know, had an empty house. He's he living in jail. Herself. He's living in jail. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Calvin's <laughs> in jail right now. I don't know if I'm convinced that he's in jail, but he's I'm, definitely I, not with Nova. I don't. Think. I don't think he has to be in jail. Me neither. He, have to be in jail. he could be awaiting no, trial at home. Or I don't know that be... there's a. He could be chilling. He could have nah, just admitted nah, to what. Nah. If he took but Calvin, would basically if he doesn't yeah, fight it, internal affairs. If he fought it, then yes, then, then then he could be at home. Like if he stuck to his story, he feared for his life. Blah blah blah. He could be at home. He'd still be on uh on paid still, leave or yeah. whatever. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. but. But if he was doing this thing where he was last year saying, I need to admit this, I need to tell the truth, I need to, you know, I, he called the cops on himself. So if he if he told the truth from that point, I can't see him being a free man. Well, he personally. wouldn't be on paid leave either because he wasn't a cop by that point. He had already right. quit. He, had already he wasn't a police force. officer at this point. point. So he basically went back True. to the police and turned himself in for committing crimes against the community True. at that point. And I don't, who knows, maybe for cooperating or, you know, revealing names or whoever maybe he didn't go to jail maybe he's we'll have to put this on the list of questions we need answers to like where where is calvin what's happening because i i guess that's the disconnect for me with true papers and nova and then the whole calvin calvin thing is like i recall from the last season that coming out i feel like maybe some people knew that nova was dating him and also, some people know that Nova is behind the true paper. So it's like, was there no type of fallout from Nova dating this white cop and being behind true papers? Like, true, the true papers not lose any credibility? Like, what happened? Well, we don't like, know I, what happened in between because I don't know that everybody knew about Calvin at that point. I don't think everybody does either. Yeah. But I, I know some people do. Enough people know to be able to have brought true papers down if they wanted to. That's how I'm like, oh, true papers are still, still good? That, that's how I was so surprised. I'm like, oh, true papers is good. Nobody. I mean, that's an interesting point. I mean, whether they knew when the season was going, when last season was going on, I'm sure if Calvin reported himself, so on and so forth, and Nova's not with him, like I'm sure the story in some capacity has come out now. And so, I mean, what was you know, were there any implications from that? I feel like that's important tea. <laughs> Hot tea. Hot tea. 
because True Paper just came back out like like everything was all good. And I feel like there had to be a little a little shaking up of the of the shaking the table. Yeah. Okay. She definitely flies dangerously close to the sun. I mean, considering her own backstory, she she goes at the cops a lot. It seems like there's a lot to expose on her end if anybody wanted to. But she seems to be very good at getting around that somehow. I don't know. Every time. I don't know. Every time. So we'll talk about that. Um, We'll talk about that. So let's move over to the Rona. Okay, so the Rona, the the episode leads into this big vaccination drive that everybody is at. Nova's there. Um, The whole fam. The whole family is there. Everybody's there except for Charlie because she's creeping. now she's meeting with big wigs she's not just she's not just creeping <laughs> she's in la meeting with big wigs oh yes right. can't so because leave her out. and davis are both rich they can go make vacations out of anything they want to do anytime they want to do it exactly chilling in cabana slobbing each other down but that's neither here nor there because we are back in st joe at the at the vaccine drive which is going very well a huge turnout a better turnout than they expected they don't know what they're going to do because they don't have enough vaccines for all the people that are there um, but this is something that we actually started seeing. And you know what was mm-hmm. funny? And I'll say this. Early on when the vaccine first came out, I felt a little, I, you know, I felt a little iffy. But when I started seeing that white people were traveling to the black neighborhoods to get those vaccines, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. They're not people about to leave me out. Because no. <laughs> the white people are coming to the black neighborhoods to get the vaccines. They don't, they, the white people are on MLK. Getting their vaccines, so <laughs> and we not, and we not. So what? Wait a minute. But that's yeah. definitely something that was happening. Obviously, there there were vaccine drives in certain neighborhoods, and the white people were coming out, you know, to to get them. I don't know if that's that was the case in y'all's house, but in DC, that was a thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see it in St. Joe too. Um, you know, the people from St. Thomas Parish, which happens to be white, who happens to be white. Um, were coming to St. Joe and, and trying to steal up all the jabs. Even those with Confederate flags on their, on their vehicle. <laughs> right. It was interesting. Cause it's like, wow, I'm so glad everyone wants their vaccine, but like this, this is interesting. Where are the St. Thomas doses? Like, why don't they got none? Why are they here? Cause they don't have uh, nobody to organize. Like, mm. you know, like they need to have that resource, that, that, that human resource, you know, that, that, um, that human touch of somebody that cares yeah. about the community. Yeah, I guess. So I have a logistical Who's question. Who's White Nova? Maybe you are. Who's White Nova? Yeah, who's White Nova? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, what's her name? Calvin daughter. Her. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, she's back in college. Probably. Tulane. <laughs> so, um, all right. I have a logistical question. And this, this is probably going to make things more difficult, but that's what I do. So by the point that they had to have their little meeting, their family meeting about the fact that there were all these white people that were effectively coming from St. Thomas to try to get the vaccines, they only had 50 doses left, but they had just given out 300. Now, are we to believe that that first 300 all went to St. Joe's people? Like they didn't do any of the stuff that they were checking, that they started doing for the last 50 for the first 300? They did all that stuff? And ensure that it was only St. Joe's people that were getting the vaccine. I don't think they did. The question comes up about equity, right? Mm -hmm. I imagine there was a bunch of white people in line earlier on that they could have used and said, look, we've been giving vaccines to people. Yeah. It was first come, first serve. But at this point, we are running out of doses and we have to make sure that we are getting them to the people who actually signed up. We we gave all the doses that we could in the order in which we did it. 
because it seems like they just they they instituted this new procedure like check everybody's id make sure that they're from saint mm-hmm. joe's everybody else is, is short right like it mm-hmm. seems like that only happened at the last 50 doses right i think that's right yeah. So when the when the police get there and they're talking about you got to make things look fair, it's like, sir, we probably have already vaccinated lots of white people because mm-hmm. these people from St. Thomas have probably already been in line getting these doses and getting the stuff anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. I'm. This is gonna sound jacked, but I can't believe the white people are all the ones that have made it to the end of the line. Right. They was on time. I mean, I didn't want to they... say it. I didn't want to <laughs> say it. <laughs> I mean, they weren't though. I mean, I think the white there was people from St. Thomas and St. Joe within the line, the people from St. Joe had their appointments and, you know, had reserved their spot and everything. And the people from St. Thomas didn't. And so it got to a point where it's like, well, we need to adhere to, you know, the folks who have made reservations and those who live here. But I mean, I guess that just wasn't consistent with what they had been doing, you know, that entire day because they had i mean because to that extent i mean i guess i get why people were angry because it's like you sit and you wait in line all day to get a vaccine and you see everybody getting vaccinated and then all of a sudden there's a cutoff like well now we're looking at everybody's you know reservation which i understand don't get me wrong like that's it's they are well within their right to do that but i mean at the same time it's like you they could have been a little more stringent from the beginning too about yeah. wanting to make sure you know yeah. all the folks in St. especially Joe because they noticed up front yeah, that it was that too many they people. had a huge yeah. amount of people and they noticed there were a lot of people from st thomas there. they should have counted right. they noticed that yeah. at the beginning at the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. i'm sure and they I vaxxed a lot try- of st thomas people sorry janae go ahead and i mean no i was gonna say and i think in trying to be equitable and trying to get as many people vaccinated as possible and not wanting to turn anybody away that ended up kind of biting them in the butt because, you know, they ended up running out of doses for the folks that they were targeting this intervention to. And, you know, but of course you got the Karens there who were like, we will not have it. I will <laughs> right. get a right. vaccine today. Right. Um, I think they also were banking on the fact that they might have been able to get additional vaccine. Yeah, they were trying to troubleshoot and find, you know, additional vaccine, but that's, I mean, we know how... Yeah you know difficult that was especially in the beginning and and it didn't count on ralph angel walking around making it look like they were skipping white people (laughs) making it hot (laughs) (laughs) or or people forgetting their ids and them all vouching for the fact that they were there you know what i mean like which is what which makes sense right like Mm -hmm. this is a small community everybody Mm -hmm. knows who everybody is for presumably right even if you all don't know each other like nobody's in your house but you should probably i'm guessing most people in st joe's know who each other are. They know who they know who lives there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if you ever if you ever like, you know, ran the door or or worked at Popeyes and you want to hook your hook up your yeah. classmates or whatever, like you don't make it like it's a hookup. Like so they should they shouldn't have stood out there and been like, We vouch for her. No. They right. should the way you vouch for I her is, just, is you yeah. say you say, I saw her ID. I saw her ID. I saw and her I don't ID. Have to prove it to, and I don't have to prove it to you. Who exactly. You? Exactly. Get back in your get back in your vehicle, ma'am. That's how you Thank properly you. vouch. You don't you yeah. don't stand there and say I am vouching for this person or whatever whatever because because that just... don't mean nothing to a Karen who about to call the manager right right that, that... she's she you need to follow the protocol as far as the Karen is concerned right that emboldens I have, I have her oh you didn't follow yeah. the rules oh yeah. you know that's, that's so you can bend the rules for her and not right. you know for for me right race reverse racism right that's Karen okay. Spinner I have another question in does I I found it odd as did Micah, that Nova called the police for peacekeeping. I was getting to that, yeah. That caught me off guard. I guess I was... Nova Mm -hmm. knows the cops do not mess with her. 
They clearly yeah. read the true papers. They read true papers. They read her article. But it, I was surprised that... Now, I'm not sure who else she would call. You have yeah. to have peacekeepers there. But it also seems like... I don't know. When they got there mad early in the morning and they saw that there was a huge amount of people and there was a huge amount of white people from St. Thomas, I feel like they could have they could have seen some of this heat coming at some point. Mm-hmm. I feel like there could have been the, you know what, we need to make sure that things, are, things go smoothly. From the beginning. Can we make sure, can we call some people just to make sure, to, to, to peacekeepers of whatever it is, can we call some people in to make sure that things are, are whatever? Like, it seems like the things that went wrong at the last 50 doses could have been prevented <laughs> at 8 a.m. when they got there. They could have seen all that stuff coming. So I was surprised that the police had to be called in the last minute to come and they sent like two cops, it looks like. Right. Yeah. It was like, you know, yeah. they sent the sheriff and then the dude that threw Prosper down. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I don't know. I, I was surprised by the police calling. Were y'all surprised oh. by the police calling? I was. Especially because I was surprised initially when she did it, because I'm like, oh, I mean, I thought this was not your your method. But then when the police got there, he's like, yeah, all your defund the police. So it's like she very clearly has a defund the police platform, which I under I understand it because I guess, you know, and at the root, what she means is, you know, the police is not who we need to be calling to keep the peace in this situation. But she has no one else to call. I don't know. It's, it's like who who else would she call? Uh, at this point in time aspirationally what she wants to do like this should not be the police that we have to call but but it it, it is what we have yeah Yeah. that's the tricky part about having to still operate within a system that we already know is you know dysfunctional and doesn't you know necessarily serve us um so i mean yeah it's it's you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because you're right who who do you call and i mean the expectation i mean i guess I don't know. You you expect people to show up and, you know, try to you, you feel like right is right, wrong is wrong. You know, we have this vaccine drive. It's for St. Joe's people. We have these rules. You know, help us enforce the rules. You would think that at baseline, the police would help you do that. But at the end of the day, when it comes to having to advocate for the Black people versus a Karen in distress, the Karen in distress is always going to get the benefit of the doubt in those situations, which we saw happen regardless yeah. of what the facts or the rules were. But I definitely think Micah's confusion and outrage was, was I, I felt him on that just for, for all of the reasons we mentioned for, you know, all of the, just in the context of the environment that we're in in general, like you would call the police and, you know, with all these black people, all these, you know, all these people down here, you know, potentially put us in harm's way. You know, that's, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a tough decision to make a tough call. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I feel like, you know, she had to call the police at that point because it could have gotten dangerous. It could have gotten violent, you know, like she's seeing the Confederate flags, you know, she's, she's hearing that disrespectful tone that, that, uh, that people get. You know when they're gonna uh, when they're gonna disrespect you know uh, <laughs> your whole black situation that you got going on you know um, and uh, it's unfortunate that like you know this is this is the deep south and you know you're dealing with uh, cops that are like this not that they don't exist everywhere but just like you know that this is what you expect to happen when you call the cops in this situation like they're gonna send these two guys like they're gonna send one like mm-hmm. this guy's gonna put his hands on Prosper like that's who comes down. Like that's who that's who comes when you call the cops. 
So, you know, I feel like that's unfortunate and hopefully that's unusual. Um, uh, you know, you don't, you hope that that's not just the regular, you know, when you call the cops, that's who you get. But I feel yeah. like she needed something else. I feel like she needed, she needed some state involvement. Like the city should have been helping her give out these, give out these Yeah, vaccines. you would think, right? Right. There should be somebody out at least uh, directing traffic or helping her enforce the rules when she's like, I need to see ID. There should have been a cop there also kind of making sure that, that IDs get checked. Um, yeah, that's the ideal way to do it, and I understand why they didn't involve the cops if that's who they're gonna end up sending. Right, it's like what are your intentions? For, like it should be the intention to de-escalate a situation, and that's not what you know. At least the cop that was dealing with Prosper, that's not what he was trying to do. Like he came with with the hot energy. That too, can't be his like, training. That cannot be yeah, his training like, to walk exactly. over immediately right. and put your hands on someone. Yeah, that's not the way you're yeah. supposed to do that at all. He's bad at his job. Not at all. <laughs> Bad so. you, say, you say that can be his training, but you also got to think people like that train people. Yeah. Hey. hey. Oh, man. I have so, so, so many thoughts that are happening yep. at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he I think, saw a white woman in distress. He went He went and, 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 and jumped yeah. in and put his hands on a on a 80-some-year-old black man who was possibly going to do her harm. With his voice. Right. With his voice. Yeah. I mean, and that just, you know, comes full circle to the whole defund the police conversation. Because it's like, you know, do you need, in these situations, is the entity you need somebody that's going to come in and make the situation more volatile? Or do you need people that are trained to actually deal with de-escalate situations? And it doesn't seem like cops are like... If if that is your training or if you did handle that by the book or whatever, like that can't that can't just be the go to method, you know, to to operate within within the communities that you serve. Um, and defund doesn't necessarily mean eliminate either. That means also put funding, redirect funding from policing to those social services type things that can mitigate a lot of the you know, issues that often require policing. So can you put that in the email to Aunt Vi? Can you can you type that up right quick? Just about to bring that <laughs> Send up. that over I to her. Know. I was just about to say Aunt Vi yeah. is literally perfectly situated to yeah. be the one who don't mess with that defund the police. Uh-huh. She said as much. Yeah. Right. She she said as much. But also y'all gotta consider for for some people that is what defund the police means. I for know. Us. Yeah. But for some people, defund the police is a means to abolition. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. I mean, I had to look it up when the first when the first hit. I had to like defund the police. That means don't. I mean, it. It look. This is the this is the this is the difficulty that I think a lot of people have. It's it's the out that I think we give a lot of people with language. Right. Mm-hmm. Defund on its face sounds like remove funding remove from the police. Funding from it literally sounds like that, which on its face sounds unreasonable and sounds like something that. That does not work. There's a there's an optimal amount of police presence that you need in order for mayhem and bedlam not to occur. But it sounds so it sounds like that's what you're saying. And people choose to not to look into that. it and mm-hmm. take it at face value for what that means. So I do like the fact that Aunt Vi was there to represent that opinion because it's yeah, not just it one shared by white people. Sure. It's shared by a lot Absolutely. of black people who are like, that sounds stupid. That that doesn't Absolutely. make no sense. Like, why would you say that? If that's not what you mean, then don't say that. You know, and we get into these discussions with people where it's like you're focusing on the wrong thing. You're too caught up in what what you want it to mean versus what's being asked. 
but a lot of people get the opportunity to take that off ramp with wording. Even like the Black Lives Matter thing and all the people who refuse to really understand what that means, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not for some people Only they need to see Black the Lives two Matter. on they need to see yeah. T O O on the end of that in order for that to be something that they can rock with or understand. Nah, they pretend they that they know it doesn't need to be there. So uh, right. they pretend that they need to see that. They pretend that 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 you know that yeah. we're saying only but Black Lives Matter. That's mm-hmm. kind of my point though. Like people people choose to use the off ramp that they get by not having things as clearly laid out as they want them. Mm-hmm. And the defund the police thing, I think, fits squarely in that camp. Like, I mm-hmm. can't tell you how many discussions I've had with people who were like, yeah, it don't make no sense. What you mean defund? And you explain it like, well, that's not what it says. Mm-hmm. It says take all the money from the police. And that don't make any sense. You know what I mean? So, um, but I, I do want to I do want to ask. I, I need I need this is a, a moment of heartfelt understanding from all of you, all of you. When you saw Prosper going down. What was the emotion that you had in that moment? Because I literally gasped. I, I stood up. Yeah. I was so concerned. I was like, like it was like I like somebody in my family. I didn't realize how much I cared about Prosper, to be honest with you. But yeah. like I, I I was so concerned. Why and they did it in slow-mo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mean, it was the anxiety of what exactly was going to happen because clearly you saw it escalating. Like the man, you know, they're going back and forth, they're going back and forth. And so I realized at some point that this wasn't going to end well. It was just a matter of what was going to happen. And then when Prosper fell back and hit his head, it was a mix of like, oh, hell no versus, or not even versus, uh, plus like, just genuine concern. Like, I know they ain't killed my man Prosper. <laughs> like, it was just, yeah, that was, and it's like, not Prosper. Yeah, like, especially, me, like, yeah, as, as, as cautious as he's been through this whole pandemic to, you know, try to stay healthy, you know, be helpful, so on and so forth. And for him to be the one to go out like that, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I won't, I won't have it. I won't stand for it. Also, yeah, I he mean, just goes pro- old men like that. Yeah, it's out of control. Right, right, and 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 Prosper shoved that cop like he like he kind of gave a little mm-hmm. a little mush back like Adam Adam uh yeah, you know like get off me don't put too. your hands on me yeah I was like man don't do that mm-hmm. don't do that because yeah. like yeah. Me out so too. so last season you know how we saw uh, Prosper like being like glued to the TV. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he was watching all the COVID coverage, all the protest coverage. He was just sitting there taking it all in. And I feel like that might have been part of what was going through him when he decided like to like, just like n- completely like not have it for the cop putting his hands on. Like he was like, I'm fed up with this. And it's like, you know, because he's been inundating himself with all the information. And I think that 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 happens to us as black people, like to to different extents, like we get fed up with stuff like just from media coverage and just from uh, sharing it with each other on Facebook and stuff. And like, you know, he's on edge just seeing the cop come over to him. Now, granted, the cop did put his hands on him, like completely unprovoked, completely unnecessary, completely wrong. But I just wonder about uh, Prosper's reaction to it, you know, uh, being exactly what it was. Um, But yeah, the cop had no business doing that. So what was my emotion? I was, I was afraid. I was like, please don't hit please don't hit your head. You know, it was in slow motion. I was like, you know, hope somebody catches him. Um, the, um, yeah. the, um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but it seemed like the stunt man 
was like already unconscious as he fell. I don't know why the stunt man was like so limp as he went over. Like he didn't even try to like catch himself or nothing. But anyway, um, that's, that's 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 a minor nitpick. But uh, yeah, I was worried for my man. I was I, I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Prosper. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that pretty much that that moment there. I guess. I mean, there was nothing else after that. That pretty much summed up the the, the good, the bad, and the Rona for me. I just hope I hope that my man Prosper prospers. All right. All right. Well, I guess that's gonna wrap up. That does that wrap us up, Shawnees? That wraps up the good, the bad, and the Rona here on Bourbon and Board Loans. All right, we'll be right back with uh, our advictions on Bourbon and Border Loans. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Bourbon and Border Loans on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. We are back now with our addictions. As a reminder, that is our advice and our predictions for all of our favorite folks in St. Joe's for the next episode. Um, so before I just get into our individual evictions, I just want to pose a question to the group. Does Prosper make it yay or nay? Panama, what you think? He better. I say yay. Shawnees. He has to make it. He just gotta make it. Jabri. He has to. I can't I can't I can't vote against my man. He gonna make it. Yeah. I won't allow it either. Prosper has to make it. Very <laughs> good. Okay. I just wanted to just put that positive energy in the atmosphere. Prosper's pulling through. Yes. Okay. Very good. All right, Panama, you want to kick us off with uh, some more in-depth addictions? <laughs> I would love to. All right, so, you know, I think I'm going to start off with my advice. Uh, well, I guess that's the first part of evictions. <laughs> Is so, that? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give some advice to my man, Micah, who mm. is off smashing this professor. Um Delete your texts, your emails, whatever it is. No it's going to incriminate you at some point down the line because I'm telling you, if it's if it's you or her job, she's picking a job every time, bro. And uh, you know these things never go well. It's, watch TV. There's lots of shows. Read the news. It never goes well for people in these situations, unless you plan on getting married, and, and I think it's okay. But I don't really know. Um, but anyway, Micah, just <laughs> it seems like you have other options. Why are you going with this one? I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's my advice. Chill the hell out, Micah. That's, uh, that's the angle? This is wrong because he got better options? That's why it's wrong? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's wrong because it's wrong, but we're already here. So, I mean, I can't. I can't tell him not to do it. He's so already from doing Micah's it. perspective, if yeah, you're about like, to do it, if you're, going, if you're doing this, you're you got to be smarter. But like, you, you need, right, d- be smart about this, bro. Like, It's not going to work for you, so you should probably let it go. But we already here. You know, he's already making bad choices. No, that is good advice. Just it's just that that last part is all. Okay, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. I'm not perfect. I'm an imperfect human being. All right. My uh, prediction. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And my prediction is going to be that um, I predict that Aunt Vi, <laughs> I'm curious about who she's helping out. I don't want to predict that it's Jimmy Dale. Cause that would be very bad. That'd be wild. But I predict that that Aunt Vi is in some way, shape, or form doing some kind of service to the community. She's helping people that need some helping. But I can't figure out why she can't tell Hollywood this. So I, like, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt here, but I just can't. Like, like I'm. 
I'm trying to predict that this is gonna go well for Aunt Vi somehow. Like, like for all the Aunt Vi shenanigans, I still want to believe that she's doing something good. But I, I mean, Aunt Vi typically is doing good for the community. It's just her family that she be being ridiculous with. But so I'm 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 lumping in whatever the secret is, hopefully in with some type of community service. I just can't yeah. understand why she won't be telling people. So I'm trying <laughs> to give her the benefit of the doubt. So my prediction is that this is gonna be this is not gonna blow up in her face in a negative way. It's just gonna it's just gonna expose some other secrets that are existing, but you know, it's gonna add more layers to a story that we already got going on. That's my prediction. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and with yeah. Vatu, you know, she always like she does always help people, but she's always helping people at her own expense. Her own personal expense. Mm, like that's mm-hmm. a that's a habit that she yeah, has. There's something that's going on here that she that's compelling her to do whatever it is that she's doing. So I predict that it's gonna be something that that it's not gonna be the most negative. It's not like it's not like she's cheating. You know what I mean? Like she ain't she ain't giving food to her boo. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just so whatever the think, reason is, we'll come to We don't think I'm by got like a man on the side or nothing like that. No. Uh, no. Nah, nah, she love Hollywood. Yeah, she actually loves Hollywood. I don't know. They was beefing last season. I don't know. I know, but she let Hollywood <laughs> sit on the bed with his outside clothes on and didn't say nothing. <laughs> that's so true too. That's love. Anyway, okay. all right, all right, very good. Um, who wants to go next? Go. Go ahead, Jabri. All right. So my advice uh, is for Ralph Angel: uh, tell your family about these financial problems before they get worse. Like, mm-hmm. those penalties, those fees, those fines, they add up. You got Charlie, got some change. Hollywood got his settlement. I don't know how much he got left with uh, with Vi giving out food every day, but he got his settlement. I mean, <laughs> probably Nova can at least help you with the crib. Uh, Darla's folks, you know, it's people with some money laying around, you know, who can help y'all to an extent if it comes to that. Don't get foreclosed on for pride. That's my advice for Ralph Angel. Uh, my prediction, and this might be some residual Nova hate, but <laughs> I definitely feel like her source is going to regret working with her. Like mm. the like the way she drilled down on that, and I'll defend your uh, 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 your anonymity to my last breath, or something like that. That she said, <laughs> like I would die before I would tell. Like some like somebody's gonna Something's find gonna out. Some, <laughs> some gonna. <laughs> She was too sincere about that. She was yeah. too certain. Her track record is not great. Her track record, Her track is, not record great. is not great. Exactly, exactly. So I think that dude's mm-hmm. gonna regret it. Those are my evictions. Okay. Shawnice, you ready or you want me to go? Um, so my my advice was along the lines of of Jabri's. Like Ralph Angel, what are you what are you doing? Um I said this yeah. before, you're being you're being dumb. Um, this is not just your farm. It's not just on you. You don't have to pretend that you're like, we all know that, you know, the farm, the farm is not, you haven't been harvesting anything. Like we see, we can see it. So I, I don't think anybody would be expecting you to come up with magical money when you haven't had a, a harvest, sir. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I would, I would think that you would be able to ask your family who also has stake in this land, like we said before, so that you don't have to take out payday loans and, like that's crazy. How how many petty loans you have to take out before they need a background check? Like how many four? What are they using to what are they using to give him money? Like what are they basing the loan they're giving him on? Like is he showing up with like an old stub? Because don't payday <laughs> loans, don't you have to like show up with like yeah, your check stub and they'll give you that, like that. Mm-hmm. because you pay them back your check plus interest? Like, isn't that what a payday loan is? I don't know. 
I've never taken one. I've never had one. Amen. Privilege point a point of privilege, but (laughs) um, I wouldn't know. Yeah, but you gotta um, you got you gotta stop. You gotta ask for some help. You can't you can't do that. Um, and then my prediction, my prediction. I don't know. I I hate to to think that Ralph Angel is about to start doing some some shady business practices, like you know. Mm doing drugs or some other things but i don't know i kind of see it on the horizon because i i don't i don't think that he's going to tell anyone i feel like he's dug himself into a hole and he's going to feel like he has to get himself out of it and so i'm going to i feel like he's going to try to get himself out of it the best way that he knows how which is probably the way that landed him in jail you know initially i don't mm-hmm. i hope not but i just i see it and i don't i hope not yeah no i um i agree <laughs> I definitely agree. <laughs> that was definitely, um, I actually kind of had two predictions, but that was one of them. I predicted that Ralph Angel is probably about to be doing something strange for a piece of change. I really <laughs> hate to see it, but <laughs> I really don't think, but at least, I mean, maybe at some point he'll, you know, the bottom will fall out completely and he'll have to go and, you know, reach out to the family. But I think he's really about to try to, handle this by himself as long as he can and I just don't think that's the right thing to do and so my advice was along those lines as well like as everyone has said Ralph Angel asked for help Um, I also had advice for Micah um, (laughs) not to not to minimize the paper trail because I don't want to endorse this behavior (laughs) but (laughs) essentially stop (laughs) do not do this don't this is a terrible terrible awful horrible, no good road to go down. Um, But to that extent, my other prediction was, I think that, I mean, clearly at some point, somebody's going to find out. And I feel like some way it's going to be Nova. And I feel Mm -hmm. like Nova, because she and Micah seem to have a, a pretty good transparent relationship. And I think that the history that Nova had with her professor, I, I, there has to be a way for her, I think, to, you know, try to tell Micah, like, listen, I know where this goes. This isn't the right thing to do. I don't know. I can, maybe I see some sort of standoff between Nova and the professor at some point, you know, in defense of of Micah. I don't know. Maybe if they're like in the same intellectual hotepery circles um, to the extent that, you know, the professor's in New Orleans as well. But I definitely think Nova's going to be one of the first people to find out that this is happening with Micah. She's going to try to talk him out of it. Um, Micah may or may not be receptive, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. But that's definitely one of my predictions for the season. So there's that. So I think that wraps up the evictions, which carries us now into our shots of bourbon. So every week we give a shot of bourbon to who we thought had the best episode does anybody have any burning shots of bourbon go ahead shawnees i'm gonna give my shot of bourbon oh wait no i'm gonna <laughs> give my shot of, i was gonna give it to micah because uh-uh. i feel like i feel like personally he had a, had a good week <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna take that back and give it to charlie because okay she, had, she had also had a good week had a good week and you know I'm 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 here for doing whatever it is that makes you happy at the moment, mm-hmm. and at this very moment, this is what is making her happy. So, sis, get it get it how you live. Do you enjoy yourself? Cheers. 
I'm going to go ahead and agree with Shawnice. I'm going to give mine to Charlie um, for all of the reasons that she mentioned. Um, I know last season we gave a few shots to Davis, and I guess by that logic, I could also give a shot to him. But I think what took me over the top with Charlie is the fact that she's also exploring this political career, and she seems to be getting um, you know, noticed by the party um, for you know opportunities for potential leadership. So I'm really interested to see where that goes for her. So Yes, I'm also giving my shot to Charlie. I considered giving my shot to Charlie, but I don't know how that meeting with the big wigs went. So mm-hmm. I, I had to okay. reserve. I gotta I gotta learn what the what the results of that big wigs meeting was. Because when you okay. meet with big wigs, it can it can go wrong. It can go wrong. That's true. Um so my shot is for Micah. Um <laughs> I mean, so he's back good with Charlie. They're communicating well, you know, they've had their ups and downs. Charlie and Davis are getting back together. He don't know that, but it's he good don't for him. Know that though. But it's good Is for him, it? though. It's good for him. It's good for him. Um, he didn't need the parent trap. Like COVID took care of that parent trap for him. Um, he's gonna be hanging picks up at the real spot. You know, uh, everything's coming up roses. He got the relationship with the professor, which you know I know is probably not gonna go well in the future. But for right now, it's sweet. So uh, you know things are sweet right now. So for this week, which is all this, is a snapshot in time, a moment in time. And at this moment, Micah gets my shot. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to give Micah my shot, but here's the problem. Hollywood got off a Shamar Moore joke that made me laugh so hard that I couldn't, I can't in good faith give Micah the shot because that one Shamar joke took everything took everything off the table. So I'm going to have to go ahead and give my shot to Davis, who literally has had the greatest come up of all time (laughs) of anybody. Just because my man literally is back, back like he never left. Yeah. And, you know, he's exactly where he wants to be. So I'm going to give my shot to, to, uh, I'm going to give my shot to Davis. All right. Um, Well. But. That leaves it with Charlie, though, right? I was gonna say with a with a tally of two to one to one, it looks like Charlie gets our shot of bourbon this week. So, right? <laughs> Cheers! Cling <laughs> 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 cling! We need to right. start releasing video. I want you Here all to experience this with us. And that's gonna bring us to the end of this first episode of uh, season six. Well, of, of Bourbon and Borderlands covering season six, episode one. Um, a lot happened. A lot of kind of catching up. There's a lot on the table. A lot can go wrong. A lot will go wrong, obviously. And let's hope Prosper is doing all right in, in getting the best care St. Joe's has to offer or wherever he ends up, wherever they ended up taking him. Um, but that's going to bring us to the end of this, this episode. So for, you know, myself, Shanice, Janae, and Jabri, have a black one. Please. Oh, that's uh-uh. not how we end this show. That's not how, how do we, we end do this that. Show? How do we end one, this show? One, two, three. Take flight. Damn it. So here's the problem. I don't know what you're doing, Jabri. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but, I, but it says something went wrong during recording. Please have Jabri refresh the page and continue recording. I'm afraid if you do that, we'll lose everything. Because you, dis- you did disappear. Like, you went away you completely. But I think we got most of your recording. So why don't you just say, so do it. I was gonna say let's do that. So we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do that, and I'll just, <laughs> I'll just make my voice extra deep. We'll pretend to just. <laughs>
All right. Yeah, I forgot what we do on this one. All right. So, so, okay. All right. And as we always do about this time, we end this show. We're going to do our famous. We we got we got to remember how how we uh we're going to do this one for for Prosper. Hey. So, 3 2 1 Take flight. No. I was about no. to say, but don't no. take flight. No. Like stay here one, though. No, well, yeah, I mean, don't fly away. <laughs> yeah. You know, stay you, fly. Yeah. I, 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 I. You count you know. it down. And it's not a countdown. It is a count up. Oh, one, two, it three. Is a one, two, three, take flight. Damn it. <laughs> All right. So let's try it. Boom. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Bourbon and Board Alone. So, like we always do. Uh, we're doing this one for Prosper. Um, we don't want him to fly away. We just want him to stay fly. I-I-I-I-I-I-I. Uh, so, one, two, three. Take flight. Take flight. Oh, I was early. It's okay, though. It was fine. I'm Bourbon of Borderlands. Peace out. will always hold a place for you your touch helps me find peace let's each i'll give my last piece to you that's how you know